every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in on a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. It's both. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch us at milehighsports.com like a lot of you guys do. Podcasted versions of the shows you can get on the website. Uh, Radio on demand tab at milehighsports.com. Not podcast. Don't go to podcast. You'll get podcast which would make sense if you want podcasted versions of the radio show you have to go to radio on demand okay 303-831-1340 uh we got chuck nasty let's get him real quick and then we got a lot to do here chuck how are you buddy i'm doing great danny how are you we're good man what's going on so you're starting to come around the way i think about bruce springsteen he stinks well, he's overrated. Oh, my gosh. I, I, he's, I've always thought he's one of the most overrated acts ever. I've always thought that. If you listen to the show for a long time, which man, you have, you man, know that. He's got a hell of a band. Oh, yeah. He's Miami got... Steve and Clarence. And, yep, and the dude and from The Sopranos. Berg, and that's a hell of a band. But mm-hmm. It's kind of a waste, I always thought. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a waste. Yeah, I think he stinks, man. I, I never got it. Thank was, you. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't get it. That's just I'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't, what I don't get is how come the Avalanche lost last night? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We got, uh, it was a tough one, but they've play, been playing some great hockey, and that's a good team. You're playing against one of the all-time greats. It's, good, it's You know, it's all good. So um, we got to go, Chuck. We're expecting a special guest. I didn't want to cut you short. I wanted to sneak you when we got a, a former MLSer coming on here. Marcello Romano? We got to go, Chuck. Good stuff, buddy. Okay. All right. Want to sneak a column before we have a guest in who he's not a friend of the program yet, but we know some, I think, of the same people. Eddie Lewis, are you there? I'm here. Eddie, man, thanks for joining us. Eddie's a former soccer player. Listen, let me ask you this. Is soccer like tennis? When I, are, you a, are you a soccer player for life? Or I like, or you know, okay. okay. So yeah, I don't just yeah. say you're a former soccer player. Soccer players are soccer no, players forever, right? Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's a culture, <laughs> for sure. All right, man. Uh, Eddie is um, okay. So we have uh, a couple listeners, man. One guy in particular, Eddie, who works down at your guys's new complex, Toka. Okay. Yep. And this place is cool. so cool. I went down there and checked it out. He had me. And Toka used to be Bladium. So people were like, you know, Bladium used to be kind of a popular spot back in the day. But what Toka did was come in and, I mean, just took everything that they did and made it way better, added all kinds of incredible technology, soccer technology. Um, the be- You could, uh, for one, the cool thing about Toka, Eddie, and I'll let you kind of speak on it yourself, but you can just go be a member at Toka and go, like, work out. You got like all the, you know, just like a regular workout. But then I got four little kids, man. So you can, um, for one, you got all the bouncy castle stuff. You could um, get a group together and go on the field for clinic stuff. Talk about Toka right. for one. And thanks for being with us, Eddie. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and thank you for having me. Sure. And, and you're right. So Bladium, you know, it, it already, let me just be clear, was a fantastic yeah. center. 
sure. super well run. Um, April, who's who's in charge for us now there, um, it just does a fantastic job, and and it's a great place in the community. And what we've done is really just um, come in and we've added our token training technology, which is uh, proprietary, uh, you know, kind of player development technology for for kids starting all the way as young as six years old up to uh, to pros that come in. And they come in. We have uh, a touch trainer, we call it, which is, is sort of a ball machine, and, and it delivers these smaller than regulation size balls. So kids can come in in an hour session. We'll put them through, uh, you know, our TOCA curriculum. They have a trainer in the studio with them. It's a it's a confined space, sort of 25 by 40 feet, and these kids will get, you know, hundreds of reps in an hour in areas that, you know, are just frankly hard to, to practice in soccer, whether it's bringing a ball down out of the air or working on their weak foot or, you know, working on, you know, specific strikes, whatever it is, game-related movements, you know, these kids can come in and honestly in an hour yeah. get – you know, sometimes, you know, a month's worth of practice. Well, so two things. love it, and they love it. Two things on that. I have two daughters who play. My son used to play. Now he's kind of a serious baseball player, and he's a little flag football player. But my daughters really love soccer, and they play. And I think, you know, one or two might continue to play at a high level for a long time. The problem when I see when we're coaching the girls or when I see other coaches is like, the standing around stuff and like the organization, the keeping busy of the girls and what I call like the touches, getting it touches. Yep. So like this technology, this thing that you guys have, it's just like this really cool machine. that will keep like pumping balls at you and it, you could just get so much work in off of these things. They're really, really cool and really unique. And I think like, man, I, so for one, uh, you know, Eddie's, I mean, like we're shortchanging Eddie Lewis, man. He's an all-timer, man. National team guys played for the MLS forever. Played for you tell me Leeds. Who else you play for, man? You've you have you've yeah, had an you had an incredible career. That's uh, that's right. Yeah, thank you. Um, played at Fulham, you know, in 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 the MLS. I I started in San Jose and finished my career with the Galaxy. Yeah, you know, as, as you said, two World Cups. Mm -hmm. You know, fifteen or sixteen year professional. So certainly, um, you know, from an American perspective of a, a very successful career and and you know I, I and the reason I'm so passionate about Tilka is really you know I I use this concept right I used to train with a uh, with a tennis ball machine for for this <laughs> exact reason and, and to develop my own skills and it was sort of my own kind of secret sauce if you will so yeah. once I retired you know I thought okay I want to bring this to to the rest of the world and, and it needs to be a little bit more you know, soccer specific, but the yeah. concept is is real, right? You see it in in other sports, whether it's in in baseball, as you mentioned, um, or tennis, or a driving range for golf. Like yeah, those repetitions and the ability to practice not not to take anything away from a, a, a you know a normal team training, but you have a coach out there and and twenty kids and you know everybody's sort of sharing a ball, which which is great from a, from a team perspective. But yeah. you know, for those players and, and to get their individual needs addressed and their individual skill sets it's just there's just not enough time so at Tilka that that's really specific yeah. what we focus on whether it's an individual or you know small groups or or two or three you can come in and you know we'll dedicate that time to you know, developing your skills which ultimately kind of helps with the confidence the kids absolutely yeah. love it and, and as long as they're having fun that and, and continuing to love the sport we know we're doing our job the parents see the value so it's a it's a it's a win-win kind of yeah all the way around. Well, you know, we got uh, listeners who have, you know, sons who play high school soccer or their middle school and trying to kind of, you know, take it, you know, the, the, the whole package to kind of the next level. And then you got littles like me. So um, I just think what you guys do is super valuable for one. 
the facility is so cool. I, I, I'm like, I, you can't really say enough about it. Um, I mean, the big fields, the, the the bouncy castle stuff for the kids, uh, for the after school program stuff. And then um, you can go. There's a bar. And we're like a bartender and you can go have a drink after your workout or stay into the evening and hang out or meet some friends there at Toka for uh, a little business after a little workout. I mean, it's that's what you guys have is it's so unique that until you come to and it's really cool, like the seeing the pro the progress of the building, which is already kind of great. But you expand it onto an already big building in an area of town that has just come so far and um man it's just great it's really you guys are super unique and it's really cool over there Eddie. yeah it's such a such a cool community and the, the fact that you know now we're we're located right in the middle of it um makes it a ton of fun and as you said from the beginning of the day yeah you know, with with the littles right up until the adult leagues you know late at night um you know, we have a, a bunch of beers on tap. We really work hard to, to make sure that that customer experience is, is a great one, not just on the pitch, but, you know, off the pitch as well. And people are well looked after. Um, you know, we have uh, a nice array of, of, of some food. We bring in food trucks all the time. As I said, there's a bunch of beers on tap. So it's really about kind of leaning in to the culture, to the community, um, you know, supporting all the people that, uh, that love the, yeah. the sport and, and the interaction already. And, and for us, you know, and bringing in new people, right? There, there was a built-in audience, yeah. but, you know, for us, you know, kids can come in. They always get their first TOCA training session free. If they want to try out the kids' program, you know, the first session is free. We really kind of open our arms and, and try and get people in the door. And, you know, in most cases, they, they want to keep coming back. So it's great. A uh, couple more things I want to make sure I mention that I have here. For one, uh, I think that we see like the growth of the Rapids. If you've been to like a Rapids game, like their fans are savages. You know what I mean? They got a great fan base. It's incredible. I think all the MLS clubs really, you know, like they, they, they're for a brand that is somewhat still kind of new in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, like you're, I mean, 96, what's first year of the Rapids? Really kind of the mid nineties for the, um, yeah, yeah, 96. So yeah. Original. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, uh, Pablo and Connor Casey, all those guys, that was my era when I used to kind of, you know, cover those guys and actually do some work with those guys. It was kind of funny because, you know, um, it's just, yeah. it's what the Rapids have become is very awesome and very special. And I think soccer, because it's a little bit like the Avalanche right now. The Avalanche are great, but we didn't get uh, the Avalanche here until the mid-90s as well. So now it's like the same thing. I think lacrosse has that kind of same thing. Now it's just what those sports have become in this region is monstrous with like the adult leagues and you know let alone a lot of dads maybe like me who didn't play back in their day who now are signing their kids up for soccer and those kind of sports you know where do you get the help where do you go someone to lean on a little um advice well i mean that's you guys over at, at toka so i think it's cool so uh, drew moore is you know he's one of the great oh yeah Oh, yeah, of course. Drew Moore is one of my really good pals, okay? So um, I love that guy. And I don't know, man. I figured I'd ask you about it. Not a, not like every soccer player has to know each other, but I figured you and Drew maybe had some kind of relation. He was on a you know um, national team yeah, no, he's, he's for a minute or two there. Yeah, he's, he's been around you know forever. Great, he is. Great player. Uh -huh. and, I think um, he was a great – I'm sorry. younger than me, yeah. yeah, for sure. He was but, a great collegiate uh, player too in the States here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely big time. And, and you're right, your point about the culture, and it's, it's one of my favorite things about kind of the, the evolution of the whole thing is, you know, the U.S. fan has started very much as like, 
okay, like how do they do it in England or how do they do it in Europe? And we're copying all these things. And, and for the first time, it feels like now the U.S. fan is really like beginning to own their own kind of culture, like the actual American soccer culture. For a long time, I was like, well, you're not really into soccer unless you kind of know what's going on in Europe or you're doing this or you're doing that or you're wearing, you know, some kind of, um, you know, South American yeah. or, or European shirt. And now it's like there's real ownership in kind of the American soccer culture. And I'm, and I'm buzzing off it. And like you said, it's, it's I agree. reflected in the social night and, you know, people getting out and playing in leagues and the, the, the moms as well. Right. Because yep. so many girls grow up playing soccer. It's like, yep. half the time, You're right. you know, um, the mom is, is as good or better than the dad in soccer. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Uh, that's what's my. That's what goes on in my house. So uh, yeah, uh, any anything else that you want to mention about Toka other than go check these guys out? The website is great. Um, the kids event that you guys had this last weekend was so so cool. It cost nothing. It was a chance for kids to come in, you know, get in the bouncy castle and go check out all the things you guys have uh, for the parents as well. Um, I think you guys, you know, do those kind of things often. And again, here at Mile High Sports, you know, we'd love to collaborate with you guys. So again, you got to go, Eddie. Check out MileHighSports.com, and we'll send you a couple magazines. And you know, we'd love to have you on again. And you know, I got a couple pals already who are working for you over at Toka and, and um, that April seems like a total stud. So I think you guys are in good hands, man. And I wish you the best. Yeah. No, we're very, uh, very much appreciated and, um, you know, happy, happy to be on. Definitely give Drew my best. Um, and again, for anyone uh, who hasn't been, please come down and check it out. We have uh, a bunch of free sessions and introductory opportunities. We're, we're working as hard as we can to sort of, embrace the culture that was already created there and, you know, seeing if we can, we can level it up a bit. So yeah. it's been uh, a really fun project and some, some awesome people. So get down there and, and check it out. There's a CrossFit there as well. The gym attached so much for, for everybody. Yep. Um, Eddie, you're great, man. Appreciate it. Um, stay on for one second. I want to get some info from you and, uh, tell Jack who's, uh, you know, your guy helping you guys out. He's been great too. And maybe we make a habit of this Eddie and get you back on some time in May and do this again. Okay. I'd love it. Appreciate it, Dan. All right, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Right. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. Thanks for being with us. I mean, that's that's an all-timer, man. That guy's, you know, uh, a soccer star, man. He's a ledge, as he said. We just picked up something new. Did you get that? He called a ledge. A ledge. He called you more a ledge. I love that. All right, let's go to break. Danny, Jake, and Nigel back on their side. It's Molly Sports. A couple ledges. If you get Stretch my hands to you Life like this is what your life like yeah. Try to live the life right yeah. People really know you push yeah. your buttons like type right This is like a movie but yeah. it's really very lifelike yeah. Every single night right yeah. Every single fight right I was looking at Back in on a like Taco life. Tuesday edition of the program 303-831-1340 The hotline and the text line 98.1 FM Watch us MyLineSports.com 107.5 HD3 might, uh, you know, might work for you as well if you got that new hotness that you're driving. We got Gino from Culture Street in. Gino, how are you, buddy? What up? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing today? We're good, man. I said it's nice to have someone who knows something about sports in here. No, that's a diss on Andy. Andy's <laughs> actually, it's funny because Andy will surprise me with his sports stuff sometimes. Absolutely. And I don't know if it's something he hears from you or something he hears from where, but, you know, he'll surprise me with stuff. So, um, yeah, man, Andy's a good dude. How, uh, and you are. Thanks for being here. Yeah, we of appreciate course. You, I'm bro. doing well. 
excited to be here. Yeah. Excited to talk about whatever, man. All right, let's do it. I like that. You're uh, you're cultured. So like, you know, he's, he, uh, Gino can kind of talk a little bit about anything. And Definitely. that's why I wanted to have you. So thanks for being here. How's yeah. the shop? Uh, shop is doing good, man. Uh, we're just gearing up for this move. Uh, that's why Andy couldn't be here. He's going to pick up the keys. Dang, um, like that, huh? It's like just that. Just like that, man. Wow. It, before we know it, we're going to be like, all right, hey, grand opening. Yeah. Re grand opening. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's a big deal. The new locations, it's a great spot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I told you this before, but again, not only are you right next to an old Navy, which I think it's going to do a lot for you guys Absolutely. to be honest, but you're across the street from like a Nordstrom rack. Yep. You're down from like a Ross. It's that area where people go to, to kind of shop as you're, you know, heading, you know, further North into Glendale and the Cherry Creek area, or just right there on I-25 and Colorado Boulevard. It's got to be one of the most busiest intersections in, uh, you know, in Colorado or even in the country, yeah. right, right there. So and that's what really drew us to this spot. Um, just, Going and looking at it, we really didn't know what to think. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, and then the guy just really, like, when he let us in, was just like, whoa, this could be great. Great. This it could is. be our spot be. that we can settle in and that finally center's make our That center's a good home. center. It's been there for a long, long Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <laughs> like if Old Navies don't kill, they close them down. If like they don't make a ton of money, they'll close even Old Navy down. Absolutely. So, whatever that was, like a KB Super... It was like men's, a men's store it was a men's or something. Store. But you know what? It was like one of the last remaining men's superstores ever, too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, those 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 are ancient, but like yet yeah, that was a spot that guys would go to for a very long time. So I just think the the spot itself is a really unique, kind of really great spot to have in Denver. And then you guys will make it, you know, all your own and it's gonna Absolutely. be Absolutely. Yeah. We're already special. talking about big signs so people could see us from the street. Yeah. We'll have the sign on the street. Uh, they're going to be knocking down that noodles and company. Yeah. They said it's like a long-term goal, um, but yeah. we don't mind it. Like, Because you guys want to go eat some noodles absolutely. and company. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll get that Penny Rosa. Yep. Maybe. The mac and cheese. Yeah, let's do that. Classic never dies. Look at you. They got that Alfredo Montemore. Let's go. He's like, he's not, I know about that, did you, Jake? <laughs> um, what do you get at noodles? I have never been to noodles. You've never been to noodles? Oh, wow. Not once. Mm, Gina, what Great. do you think? Yeah. Good spot. It's a good spot. It is. We'll have to do some noodles here now. What do you get? You like just classic mac and cheese? Uh, mac and cheese are the penny rosa with yeah. chicken. Okay. Bre Always got to get like uh, Grilled a or breaded? Breaded. Okay. Just trying to figure you out here. And then I always got to get a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> they're so good. They're like so soft. And they're huge. I don't know if you know that, but they yeah. make like a giant one like this. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Now I got you interested, right? I got to go now. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Mm, really am. It's supposed to be good. So We're excited. it's going to be good for you guys. Um, let's talk about you, the Nuggets last night. Oh, uh, I didn't watch it. I saw mm. the score this morning. Never in up. the game. Ne yeah. Totally. Listen, they let two. They had a 12 point lead. They were in the game. Well, and that was in the second quarter early in the game. Like once it was halftime that they were never in the game at one moment in the second half of the game, not for even a second. And then, um, I mean, what happened? Well, I mean, Steph only played 23 minutes, but Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are two of the what? greatest shooters in the history of the league ever Absolutely. right yeah. well when you let two of the greatest shooters ever be two of the greatest shooters ever within the playoff game you really don't stand a chance and then jordan Poole, who's like the new splash brother has come out of nowhere and he had almost like a triple double last night he was hitting from everywhere their confidence is through the roof i think like when you play a team like the suns 
the Suns will have enough talent to slow down and stop Golden State, I bet mm-hmm. you. But they're what Golden State was last night, if you watch any of the game, it was like a clear indication of like of the varsity versus the JV. The Nuggets weren't close. And they have to play like a perfect brand of basketball to even hang in the game. And then in the um, third quarter, was it the third quarter? You got Will Barton and Boogie Cousins talking stuff to each other on the bench. It's it was so ugly. Just pandemonium. Just it was crazy. a mess. It yeah. was it was a mess. It was embarrassing actually. And I think Nuggets fan like we knew that we had to play a perfect series to to that's really true. Kind of have a chance in this. It's true. You you wanted these games. What's the problem? Is you wanted these games to come down to the you know a couple possessions yeah. and lose you know a couple you know six point four point losses losing at the but I mean like you could live with your stuff because you feel like you're in it. Yeah, they've just been outclassed for two Absolutely. straight games. Well, hopefully coming back home now they can kind of regroup, get their feet underneath them, and just figure something out. What about the Avs? I mean, they lost last night, but. I ain't worried about it. Me they're either. resting players. Totally. Like they're they're going to be and, just fine. Everyone got, you know, Jake got me all excited yesterday. If they win out, they get to 62 wins. That's the most NHL history. I was like, okay, let's do this. You know what I mean? But then I said two yesterday. Once they lose one more game and that's out of, like, grasp, I go, I shut down Kempfer for every other game, the remaining games. Yeah. I play him every other. Yep. I gear him up. Um, I'm, you know, I'm giving McKinnon a night or two off. Absolutely. I mean, you keep him informed, but you you rest him. They're a buzzsaw right now, and you want to keep that momentum, but also it's like at the expense of what? Like Jokic was ejected with seven minutes left to go in the game last night. It was just the cherry on the top of a poop show. For you know, it just was embarrassing. He didn't even be in the game, um, and, and you know, just certain little things like that. Big picture kind of stuff, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. man. Um, I'm ready for Avs playoffs, though. I think they can really make a run. Like, it's cup or bust. It's totally this cup team, or bust. But this team is... Sackick has done so much with this team. Mm-hmm. He's made the right moves. He has. He He's built He's made team. almost all the right moves. Well, you got to win yeah. it. And then, yes. then this guy, yes. you know, then Joe is as good of a executive as he was a player. And... From what they were, they were really, really, really down, you know, from the days when Matt Duchesne is your best player type yeah. of stuff, you know, to what we were now, you just see it. It's just like, it's it's light years, it's galaxies, um, and um, anything short of like a dramatic Stanley Cup loss to Sidney Crosby and the Penguins, who are, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine tolerating or being able to accept anything other than, um you know, shoot. Um, the Stanley Cup being handed to McKinnon and McKinnon skating right over to Landeskog and handing it right to Landeskog. Something like that. Yeah. Because he's the first. Yeah. You know? He was, yep. So. That that moment would kind of be like that'd be when Sackick handed it to, to Bork. Bork. That's, like, that's the moment. It, that's it. You, that's what it would remind me of. Like being. That's what it is. Yeah. You but know, it, so. It's cup or bust. Like they have to do it. They They know they have to do it. Let's go to break, come back, talk about um, a little bit Nuggets, a little bit more about the Rockies, a little little bit more about the Rockies. Uh, got some Russell Wilson stuff. Our guy Gino is a Seahawks fan, so he kind of knows Russell Wilson in a little bit of a different light and perspective than kind of we might as we're, it's like the honeymoon for us. Yeah. It's all good right now. We love Sierra's music all over again. <laughs> it's the whole thing, bro, for us, so... Uh, yeah, man, Gino is, man, he's like the boss man at Culture Street to the point where, like, <laughs> I, I'll be doing something with Andy. And he's like, hold on a second. 
And I he goes, oh, great. Here comes Gino. And there's Gino. Here's you know, because Andy trusts you. And that's, he does. Listen, and I, I think that's kind of cool, man, because that's the boss man trusting you. So do you know what? You actually give me a little bit more, a few more bucks than Andy, I think. Yeah, I try to be fair. I, you, you do. Because Andy's I'm like, yeah. I'm pickier, but I try to give more. It is true. I think that's exactly what it is. I told Andy that. So Andy might take a few things that you wouldn't, but I think you give me a few more bucks on good stuff, too. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Culture Street's, um, where it's at, man. So what's the Culture Street Instagram? CultureStreet.shop. That's it? That's it. Okay. We post everything on there. All right, we're back on the other side. It's Molly Sports. Oh. 10.32 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Got Gino from Culture Street in hanging out with us. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Yeah, we got uh, Jake is in as well. Jake's hair as well is a thing of beauty. Um, similar to Gino's beard. We were talking beards earlier in the show. Had some questions. Um, do you shampoo the beard? I do. Uh, do you condition I the condition beard? I condition it. Do you put any other product on the beard? I do a beard like after conditioner okay. and beard oil. What's a beard oil? Tell me about that. Uh, It just kind of like. Add some moisture, hydration to it. it gives it like a sheen. Okay. Um, it doesn't get my skin so dry. Okay. Especially being in Denver. You know how dry yeah. skin. Absolutely. Uh, Why did we bring up beards earlier? Chuck Nasty. Uh, you know, I don't think he does all that. He might shampoo it. Oh, yeah. Chuck Nasty. Charlie I think Black, he does. Charlie Blackman. It's a nice There's beard. Some days where his beard looks like Gnarly. he's got oil in there. Really? It's some nice days it looks good. nasty. Some days it looks nasty. But coins the nickname. Chuck, Chuck yeah, Nash, that yeah. makes sense now. Okay, his beard is. Let me ask you this: for a guy who Jeez. has a beard like yourself, there's a commitment. It's not an accident. Um, it's tried and true. Uh, what would it take for you to like shave it? Oh, there's days I get tired of it, especially when I don't cut it for a while. Yeah, and it starts gets Chuck so, nasty like, long. Um, what would it take? Ooh, money? Like I don't uh, even think money. A event? A, I don't think an event. I'm trying to think. Like what? I don't know. There's been times where I like I'll, I'll bet like do a bet like with a side bet with somebody. But like I'll shave my beard. You shave your head. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Dang. But really, like, dude, I haven't shaved my beard in six, seven years. Yeah. So it's it's been wow. Okay. There with me. All right. That's wild. So. <sighs> You saw Russell Wilson's new digs. It's only about eight minutes, right? Over oh, here, that, ten minutes, twenty-five what is million. It, the most expensive house ever in Denver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they, it was Shanahan's previous record of fifteen million was crushed, and this house sold for seven million in twenty twelve. Seven million twenty twelve. So imagine that kind well, of. Well, he sold his house in Seattle, so for thirty six million yeah. too. So that must have been a pretty special too. But it got us thinking. Like, I don't know where else you would go. I mean, like, if you're rich, that's where you live. In Absolutely. Denver, yep. yeah, or, or unless you're in like live in Aspen or something like that, or Vail, I guess. But, um, yeah, man, it's it's Russell Wilson's like fully in, entrenched himself in this community. He's a Bronco already, yep, and he hasn't even played a snap yet. He's done all the right community stuff. He's a beast on social media. He's in a Broncos uniform and his Twitter avatar. Um, he was just at the White House wearing blue and orange tie. You know, he, he gets it. And, you know, what else about Russell Wilson do you think makes him great? Some of the things that make him great well, that maybe I, I, we don't realize quite yet. 
and I think that's what makes him great. He just he merges himself into the community, into the culture. Like when he was in Seattle, he was always visiting the hospitals. Mm-hmm. He was charity. doing like the first day here. It was the first thing he did. The first when he thing got he here. did here, he had like juice bars in like lower income housing areas. Um, so he really does care about the city. And and I knew when he came here, he was going to do the exact same thing. He jumps in and he's bringing guys together. He's a great leader. He is going to emerge himself in the culture and not just football, but he's always at other sporting events. He, I mean, yeah, he is. He's already done he, that. He too, owns man. some of the, the sounders there. I think he had some shares in with the Kraken. He was shouting out uh, DU hockey after they yeah. won the national championship. DU hockey. You don't yeah. have to do that kind of stuff. You don't have to acknowledge that kind of stuff. Nope. And me, he might have a guy who does all that stuff for him. But do you know what? He's smart enough to have that guy to do Absolutely. all that stuff for him. Yeah. So that ain't being a hater. That's just kind of keeping it a little bit kind of real. So, um, man, I'll tell you, it's like it's it's weird. All We didn't have a reason to like or dislike Russell Wilson before other than he beat us in a Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> so, you know, there might be, in the NFC, people might, oh, I think of him as like, you know, he gets a little bit of a, it's you know, like a, he's a show pony and he's a little bit fake kind of stuff. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that stuff comes off with Peyton as so pure because Peyton saw so, ah, shucks. And we know Peyton's dad, Archie Manning, and they're just like, yeah. you know, that's just kind of the folks that they are. Russell Wilson, it seems like a little more of a presentation. But do you know what? Who cares it if it is? Him. It works for him. It does work for him. I, you know, if the, he wants some polish on it, I'm down for that because that I. Do you know what I always said? The one thing I liked about Aaron Rodgers was the jerk face in him that he kind of didn't get. Yeah. This was before the last like couple years. <laughs> it was before. This was pre, before the last two years where you know the kind of quarterback I want is the guy who you know I'm not best friends with everybody, but everybody respects me and I'm you know kind of a jerk because I know I'm so great. Yeah. And even John had might have had a little jerk in him, you know. So um, Russell doesn't have that he does it kind of different and for anyone who's like oh you know he that's cringe and that kind of stuff man he's living his best life and he's always he's, got that backlash of like he's too cringy he's too corny he's too yeah i think corny is the right word cringe is kind of cold because like cringe you know who because he loves his wife on camera and stuff like that he's cringe not everyone is about that kind of stuff but also corny i think is the right word and it's not a bad thing man because no. You know what I always said, like, you know, why, like, America kind of, you know, other countries might think we're kind of, well, we're the best. We'll, we'll, we'll dominate them. <laughs> yep. But, like, we, we roll Trump out there and then we roll Biden out there. It's like, damn, I want, uh, the, the Republicans want to dominate or the Democrats want to dominate. Go get you some 50 year old, 45 year old, tall, dark, and handsome stud with a beautiful wife and two little kids and a puppy. You know what I mean? That's who I want leading America. Yeah. So that's the kind of polish that Russell Wilson has on him. And I kind of like that. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. It's a break of the norm, especially at the quarterback position. Well, the league itself, all full of like, quote unquote, kind of homies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I I know he's gotten backlash from players where player, player, old players came out and said he's too about himself. He's too corny. He only cares about his image. Hangs out with the coaches, not the players. Heard some of that kind of stuff. But also. But is that bad? No, because I think when you he he's acknowledged, he's one of the ten to fifteen ish best quarterbacks in the history of the league. We did this the other day, okay. So anyone might be like rolling their eyes, like no way. Well, we kind of did it, you know. Is he 
Is he? Um, you got Brady, Elway, Payton, Montana, right? Yep. You got Favre, Breeze, and Rogers. All those guys are kind of in a stratosphere in a league of their own. Okay, yep. and uh, then though you right after those eight guys, then we start talking about Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning and Fran Tarkenton and Jim Kelly and Steve Young and. Russell Wilson's right there with those guys. Yeah, if he's truly right there with if you're a lot building of a team lab. and all those quarterbacks are there, <laughs> who are you taking? You're That's a great taking point. Wilson. I probably take. I, I like the way you Wilson. put that because those, he, you know, the body of work seems to go with those guys. But Russell, seemingly, again, we said he's on the tenth hole. If 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 if, if his career is eighteen holes on a golf course, he's not. You know, just starting the back nine, he's teeing off on 10. He's got the ball in the fairway. So yeah. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He's got a lot of football left. Yeah, he does. He's got a lot more story to write. And he so. takes care of his body. He does. Absolutely. He, he, he puts the work in. His off seasons are just. He is. They're family, but it's he's also putting the work in. It is. He's, you know, he's, we've said this too. He's preparing his body and himself as if. He's going to play till he's 45, this crazy stuff he yeah. talks. You know, not every guy can do that kind of stuff. But if you're going to talk about it, well, then you got to kind of be about it. Yep. And Tom Brady was both. So do you know what? Another thing is, I one thing that Tom Brady always thought had in his back pocket, and one of the, you know, the reasons for his mystical, you know, success of playing, so, being so success, successful, so, so old, was Giselle. I mean, she's a yep. supermodel. Yep. Their job is to stay timeless and yeah. ageless. So whatever, like, you know, the voodoo or black magic or the potions that supermodels do, I mean, they she, she did that for Tom, and she's still doing it for Tom. I think that's yep. part of it a little bit. So Sierra's beautiful, yeah. you know? And all the, you know, there's celebrities, they take care of their bodies in a different kind of way. So I'm not saying Sierra's helping Russell Wilson, but they are living that lifestyle as though Russell Wilson's going to be the quarterback here for the next 10 years. He could. Yeah, he could. If I get six years, bro. Uh, if we get six or seven more years, like he had comp comparable to Seattle years, I would not ask for anything more. So what do you think Denver offers him then as a contract-wise? Um, I think after this year, they make him probably somewhere in the top five. He won't run. It depends on the success they have. Yeah. I mean, if they have, you know, uber success, um, again, to you to get the Mahomes-like contract, you have to win a Super Bowl in the Mahomes era. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so he can get a top five big time Josh Allen like contract, bunch of guarantees, you know, um, he can have that at the end of the year. But if he wins a Super Bowl somehow this year, then I'm like, well, just pay the guy whatever the hell he wants. Go give him this Russell, you know, Wilson 20% of the or go get him the Patrick Mahomes 20% of the salary cap contract type of stuff. Because we see the value and how important the guy is. But I don't think he's chasing that. Because he's playing on twenty five million this year when there's guys playing on fifty. So Take that for data. And that was the contract that Seattle offered him. But it's just the end of his deal. That's just like the deal, end of yeah. a deal. So he could have listen. For anyone who's like, oh, they're negotiating now. No. No, they're not. They're not. No, listen, but they're not because they're focused on the season. They're focused on the season. This was discussed coming in. Yeah. This was the again, if part of the package with Russell Wilson was, yeah, I'll come to Denver. Uh, waive the no trade clause. We'll, you know, we'll have Seattle come to terms with the, the offer. But I'm going to need that new contract. That would have been sure, sure. Maybe Randy Gregory ain't here, but he'd have a new contract. He didn't ask for that. He's going to come prove it here in a one year or play here on the you know the end of this contract, and then we'll go give him the big deal. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And Seattle was never going to give him that, and I think that's why Seattle part of it probably he probably just sometimes just trying to move on. And that's it's hard that's to do that, but it's just the worst time. 
because I love Russ. I love his play. I loved what, what he did with Seattle. I knew he was never going to be a Seahawk for the rest of his life. Thank as you. As much as I wanted Thank it to be. Thank you for that. Like, honestly, like, I knew he I was like never. I like that hat you got. Thanks, man. All right, let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Got Gino from Culture Street in. Got Nigel hanging out back there. I saw Andrew. We got Jake taking care of the whole thing. It's my life sports. You ready, Jay? I'm ready. You ready, Jay? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Gino. We sing right here. Girl, I must warn you. <laughs> okay, final segment of the show. Got Gino in from Culture Street hanging out. Yep. Uh, you've been pretty good, pretty successful. I mean, if, if the ratings spike, maybe we just tell Andy, sorry, bro, it's the Gino show now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't mind it. Matt's well, been really pushing to start like a podcast or yeah, show. I told Andy a long time ago that, well, so My High Sports, our podcast network, is one of like the biggest in, I don't know, maybe in, in the country, to be honest with you, because not only do we have a bunch of podcasts uh, sports related, but we got like, uh, what other po- crazy podcasts do we have? We got the guy who smoked the reefer and then goes to the restaurant, Stone Appetite. Okay, there's that guy. Yeah, he's a new star around here. Then there's like uh, the wine. There's like the two girls who uh, talk about dating show and all that kind of stuff. So wow. yeah, we have tons of like very successful podcasts on our network just because we have a big podcast network home. So I think a Culture Street podcast where you guys kind of do it two days a week, you could do it from the shop. Yep. Or you could do it, you know, right here in our studio and just come and hang out, do it for an hour and knock it out and talk about trends and what's hot. I think it'd be cool to talk about literally like what came in that week, a couple cool things that came yeah. in, like Pompon Stars, man. Absolutely. You know, so I think that would make for a really cool podcast. And um, yeah, man, you guys should consider that. Yeah, we, we've talked about it. We've, Andy and I tried one day where we tried to do it somehow. I don't remember. Yeah. But it was kind of a flop. It well, was just Andy and I. It's, you know, I don't think we knew what we were doing. That's then. Now you guys are radio stars. Yeah. You know, now you guys are, you know, uh, you got silky chops. So. And this is us every day in the shop. Well, yeah. we're working deals. We're helping customers. We're just chatting away, talking yep. about trends, sports. I mean, whatever. there's such, Cars. I mean, every single day, there's something that, like, the all sees guys. Um, they might have six people come in with junk. You know yeah. what I mean? Before something comes in that's like, oh, sweet, this is great. You know, what do we need on this? Let's do something. But it's people coming in with like, can you look at these coins? Um, oh, I got these cards I had in the garage. It's like 91 Donruss when like stuff was so mass produced, nothing was worth anything that like everyone in America has a, a box of in their house somewhere type of stuff. Um, but then, you, you know, but you guys, it's like people kind of know while you, I'm sure you guys turn people away, I think the hit rate is probably a little bit more because people come in knowing what to kind of bring you. Absolutely. And then they're so unique of stuff. We because get even crazy stuff. All C's doesn't turn. If it's valuable, they'll buy it. If it's valuable and has value, they will buy it. So um, like I think- we, we got a jacket in. It's a North Carolina signed by Michael Jordan. Yeah. And the guy who got it signed was the ball boy for the Nuggets. Okay, cool. And so he brought it in, and we're like, what do we do with this? Like, yeah. we're never going to see something like this. Yeah. Well, so, that's almost like a frameable item or something to just display in the shop. Or, we don't even know what to do with it. Well, like, you know, you could, you could, again, send it to PSA and get a little certification stuff that people might want. That's if you're going to, like, try to sell it. Or you just put it up in a case or one of the cubbies and put a price tag on it and see if someone... But I told Andy, let's just put it up, frame it. 
put it on the wall. Like put in a box it. frame, put a yep. price tag in it, put a little bo- uh, eight by ten cool thing of you know uh, of Jordan on their side there, and you know turn it into a classy piece. Yeah, you know that's what guys do nowadays with stuff. So, um, okay, what else here? Wanted to okay, so <laughs> uh, Joker. You're going to wear the Joker shirt. Jokic last yep. night was ejected, as I mentioned, with seven minutes left to go in the game. Just off some bad calls where he might have said, you know, BS, this and that. You know, Frustration. Flailing his arms, you know, like who is who told him he's flails? Jake, who was that? Who said that he flails? Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly said, oh, he's just <laughs> oh. flailing. And then Jokic goes, what's a flailing means? What's a flailing means? Um, so, but he was flailing last night with the arms, the whole thing kind of sucked. It's a bad look on, on Jokic, uh, especially now Embiid and Giannis are going to have playoff success or at least win their first playoff series. It's too much pressure on Jokic. There's yeah. no, he's got no help. Nope. Aaron Gordon is not that kind of guy. Monte Morris is like a really good backup guard who has to play too many minutes on this team. Yep. Will Barton, like I said, he's, you know, he just doesn't fit anymore. And I think is a big time liability and his um, got arms like my wife's, you know, noodle arms. I just like I'm frustrated with these guys right now. This is just a perfect example of how important Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. were to this team. Like they just don't have anything outside of Jokic right now. Well, the Jamal Murray stuff is frustrating because yeah. you're, you're hearing how awesome he's been at practices. You're seeing him dunk and do all these kind of stuff in warm-ups. You got four different coach guys running around, chasing him, whatever little drill they're doing where they're all like covering him. It's like four-on-one, and he's just working these dudes. And he's just kind of on the bench. So if we're seeing him and it looks like he should be playing, then we're going to think um, he you should be playing and we're gonna like feel like and you know act like why isn't this guy playing so but why not put him out there if he's it's on him like this. it's on him it's the, the nuggets have made it very clear this week he has been medically cleared that's been put out there and it is on him so not only that was a what I said yesterday is a fat shame they're trying to fat shame him into now letting the heat he's taking from the fans force him to get back out there and see if he can go when he said last night at midnight in a tweet i mean i call it kind of cryptic bs y'all think i really don't want to play like what are you thinking like i really want to be out there so what does that mean it's a twitter space so again so he's kind of saying i'm not ready to go here i'm not healthy enough to go or i would be playing but if that's the case then just say that yeah i'm not 100 percent. you know it's you know medically medically cleared is one thing nba Play, level of playoff basketball as another. I'm trying to be 100% the player I knew I was before this injury, and I can only do that going into next season. That's We just did that in 10 seconds. Um, you can do that in one on, on your Twitter, in but, a statement, and then it's over with. We're not talking about this because I'm tired of talking about it. I, I just always feel like the next game is never promised. Like, Why not go out? Oh, for sure. You have just, to eventually try. Try. Yeah. Do you think any of the, the greats you look at Kobe, you look at Jordan, you look at even Steph right now. Do you think if Steph wasn't fully 100%, he'd be like, oh, I'm not ready to go. No, Steph knows no, that. he's going out there. Steph's 33 years old in the twilight and knows this, he, this year, next year, might be his last two real great runs. I think of having a chance to win one more championship, and he's you know doing whatever Trying it takes. To do, so. you, you do whatever it takes. You, 
But just, Jamal Murray's still 26. He's trying to get to be a 33-year-old NBAer. So, yeah, listen, but, there's no right or wrong. No. But he's taking heat right now. And when this, you know, when you have an ugly loss like last night, you're wondering when is, you know, why? Just why? Well, can you imagine the heat that he will take if he doesn't play in the series and Nuggets get swept? Well, we'll see. That's building. It's building. So, uh, Jake, anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it. We got to wrap it up. Okay, that's the okay. show. Gino, anything else? Shout out the shop for uh, check out the Insta. What's the Insta one more time? CultureStreet.shop. Right and now we're just doing trades. So yep. if you got stuff, you got stuff sitting in your closet, bring it down. We'll work something out. Yeah. You guys are always down to work something out. That's for sure. The new shop is being put together as the old shop is kind of thriving. Go in there yep. any day of the week. The buzz that, uh, like on a Friday or a Saturday is uh, at the mall there. And inside the store in particular is really, really cool. There's nothing really like Culture Street. No, there's nothing like Culture Street. Not the little spot at Aurora Mall. We don't talk about it about anybody, but they don't do all the things like you guys do. They don't have all the square footage. They don't got all the vintage we stuff. We offer a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's right. So, Gino, thanks, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Um, let's fun. do it again. Uh, tell Andy I said what's up yep. uh, go check out the shop today for nigel for gino for jake i am danny williams we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night sheila good night good night thank you sheila bye terry bye sheila i'll never forget tonight bye terry all right alan whatever go inside bye sheila see you, see you terry bye sheila i don't know if you heard me bye terry bye sheila in the g450 i'm